This ain't no horsey hoes It's horsey misery We knew when we got here They tried to put us away But when they see us walk down the street They ran the other way Welcome everyone to the Inside ASW Podcast. I am your host, Nathan Bush, along with my co-host, Josh Brown. As Josh, we are getting very, very close to Welcome to Bad Street, USA from the Madison Civic Center, November the 9th at ASW. We are bringing you some of the best action around the state, anywhere you can find it. Gorgeous Jimmy Garvin will be in the house along with Gilbert, James Ellsworth, and all the stars of All-Star Wrestling. Well, Nathan, we're going to tell you some stories about a place you're going to want to be, and that is this Saturday in Madison. You can get your tickets right now, and Mike's Tire. You can also contact Gary Dameron to get Gary Dameron to get your tickets. Sorry, I'm so excited once again, like I always am, for ASW. Nathan, you can get your tickets from Gary, Mike's Tire. You can get them at the door, but get them quick because they're going fast. Yep. Front row, already gone. Second row is getting there. And then your general admission seats. Now you're going to want to get those tickets and get them quick. Yeah, and before we get into the matches, we want to thank our great sponsors of this event. The Law Offices of Stephen P. New, as Woo. always, bringing you some of the, the best wrestling around. Scotty Brown, State Farm Agent. Make sure to check him out for all your insurance needs. And New Haven Church. I said New Life Church on the last episode. I apologize. New Haven Church, another great sponsor here for All-Star Wrestling. You know, Nathan, for being such a quote-unquote broadcast journalist, and there I am doing quotation marks with my fingers even though you can't see them at home, you got to get our sponsors right. I made a mistake, and I do apologize for that. It won't happen very often, but it does happen. But anyway, speaking of happening often, ASW coming your way almost every single month out of the year, and we always have big-time cards with big-time matches. This one's no different. We're going to start here, Josh, with this card. The returning Super Oprah. Woo! You're, I'm so excited. Your favorite wrestler, Super so Oprah, in the house to be taking on Jacob Ryan. Now, Jacob Ryan, we don't know a whole lot about, but boy, do we know Super Oprah or what? I'll tell you one person who also knows Super Oprah, and that's Casey King. He does. And Casey King's going to also be in the house, folks. He will. Casey but, King will be in the house, but man, Super Oprah, Josh, this is a match. We haven't seen Super Oprah since the ASW title tournament where she lost to Blazing Eagle in the very first round of that tournament. And uh, if you remember correctly, Super Oprah, not only was she in the back making googly eyes at Casey King, she was also looking at some of the police officers at ringside. That's true. And uh, Nathan, as always, our, our police will be right there at ringside as usual. And you know, they might want to run from Super Oprah. I don't know. Run away or run to. I don't know. Um, anyway, Super Oprah, <laughs> one of the most controversial figures in all-star wrestling, but also one of the most entertaining Absolutely. and also one of the most hard-hitting. Dangerous. Dangerous. She dangerous. She's as dangerous as she is beautiful, Josh. I know that much. So be on the lookout. Super Oprah taking on Jacob Ryan. That, again, taking place at the Madison Civic Center. That'll be a good one. But let's move on a little bit here to our next match. The tag titles are on the line. The Mid-Atlantic Outlaws, the champions, defend against the Heat Seekers. Nathan Sleeper pick. Match of the night, calling it now. These two teams, some of the absolute best in indie wrestling, in professional wrestling. This match will steal the show. I agree 100%. It will steal the show. I agree 100%. And the Heat Seekers are two of my 
favorite ta- uh, in-ring performers in the world, Sigmund and Russell, two of the best that can go in the tag team division, former NWA tag team champions, and then the Mid-Atlantic Outlaws, Josh, two-time ASW tag team champions, reigning and defending right now, picked up a huge win over Guns and Gains to win those titles back. This is a match that I've wanted to see for some time now, and it's finally happening. You knew it would happen eventually. Sigmund and Russell stepping in due to the Ugly Ducklings having another booking, could not make it. The Ugly Ducklings will return, though, as promised. They will be there. But the Heat Seekers are stepping into a situation now where they got to face the Mid-Atlantic Outlaws. But hashtag SRO has always got their boys back. So this could end up being four or five against two if the Heat Seekers are not careful and who knows the heat seekers may have danny ray with them you never know nathan it's going to be a hard hitting match especially if the men atlantic outlaws can turn it into a brawl that they're known for absolutely coming up also at welcome to bad street cobain returns christian cobain will be in the house he'll be taking on a young up-and-comer in jack manic we saw jack manic pick up that huge win over shane storm in the asw title tournament and then he was in it was that impressive showing yes. the Fatal 4-Way tag match with him and uh, Dustin Alexander. Yes, Chaos Theory, as they were known. And they were in that match. And they were actually one of the smartest teams in the match, Josh. They, they stayed on the outside they the did. whole time. They did. They nearly, on the outside. nearly picked up the win. Was very really the team that took the least amount of chances. Unfortunately, they came out on the losing end. But Jack Manick is young. He's up and coming. He's doing big things in pro wrestling. But Christian Cobain is the star of the show in his eye. Yes, Nathan, the self-proclaimed star of the show, Cobain, will be there to take on Jack Manick. You know, Nathan, but the big question is, will the big man, Mr. Mm-hmm. Bunn, be on the outside? That is a big question, no pun intended there, Josh. James Bunn could be in the house to put a stop to this manic depression that Christian Cobain has been suffering as of late. Cobain not happy with what happened in that fatal four-way elimination. Fans bring the weapons cage match at our last event. And he'll be looking to take out some of that aggression on Jack Manic. Also, here's one that a lot here's one that I'm looking forward to. Dustin Alexander, the teammate of Jack Manic, along with Nicola in his corner, will be taking on ASW Hall of Famer and veteran in ring performer Vance Desmond. Well, Nathan, you saw online a few weeks back that Dustin Alexander was talking to Vance Desmond, if I'm not mistaken. Vance Desmond helped train Dustin. He did. Student versus teacher in this one. Student versus teacher in this match. And and Dustin uh, was excited. He's going to have his singles debut here at ASW and went to talk to to Vance Desmond about about being in uh, in his debut match at ASW as a singles worker. And he said he had a mystery opponent and asked uh, asked Desmond if he could get in the ring to, to work out a little bit and get some kinks out. And he got attacked by Vance Desmond. And Vance Desmond was pretty much said that he was the guy that was challenging him. Hey. So... It's keep your friends close. Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. Vance Desmond may have taught Dustin Alexander everything he knows, but he didn't teach him everything that Vance Desmond knows. So take that for what it's worth. This one could be a great one, Josh. Let's see if the young lion can step into the ring and take down the leader of the pride. Another big match sign. My favorite wrestler in the entire world, Casey King, teaming with Percy Drews. They're going to be taking on the team, and this is a team that unlike any I've ever seen, Gilberg and James Ellsworth in a tag team match. Josh, you never know what can happen when Casey King's in the ring. He picked up a huge win in that triple threat match against the Blue Meanie and Beast Man at ASW's Halloween Mayhem. What a match that turned out to be. 
and there was some trickery. There was some dancing. There was some hard-hitting action. There was a man afraid of a lighter, and there was another man in a belly t-shirt, and Casey King dressed like a clown with suspenders. That clown had no frown at the end of the night, though. He picked up a big one, two, three. Well, Nathan's going up against two WWE, uh, well, a lot of people would call them uh, the smaller in stature guys, but James Ellsworth is a former WWE Money in the Bank winner. He won that match. Carmella didn't win that match. We know that. Carmella did not win that match. It was James Ellsworth on a ladder. Money in the Bank winner. I say it. No one else does, but I do. James. And a former light heavyweight champion in Gilbert. Absolutely. James Ellsworth also holds victories over the likes of AJ Styles and others. Some of the best athletes in the world. James Ellsworth has been in the ring with him, and he's bringing all that action to ASW in Madison. It is Welcome to Bad Street USA All-Star Wrestling Madison Civic Center. Bell time at 7 o'clock on November the 9th. Make sure you're there. Don't miss out on all this action. Now, we got a few more matches, Josh, we need to get to and talk about. These are getting very personal, though, as we get deeper into All-Star Wrestling. One of those matches is Kirk Blackman against Huff Manley. The Boone County Championship is on the line, and there is a story here that has been brewing for months. Nathan, for months, we were bombarded night in, night out, online. Our show was hijacked by this mysterious voice. The resistance is futile tagline voice just constantly going in and out and come to find out it was Kurt Blackman. Keep your friends close but your enemies closer could be the tagline for this event Josh and Kurt Blackman made his appearance at Halloween Mayhem disguised in a mask with a chair and it was an utter beating of Huff Manley but I had the opportunity Josh I know you were very upset with Kurt Blackman's actions and he did not want to speak to you or anyone else. He, he didn't speak to me. He did not. Okay. All right. He took a minute to sit down with me. And, um, yeah, he didn't really want to speak to me, but he knew he had to get somebody to talk to him so he could tell his side of the story. And I'm going to go ahead and get to that now. Here is my conversation with Kirk Blackman. And uh, I do want to say that listener discretion is advised when it comes to Kirk Blackman. Joining us here on the ASW podcast to talk about upcoming events at Bad Street USA. Our next event in Madison is the brand new Boone County champion. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Kirk Blackman. And Kirk, thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule to join me here on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm glad to have you on and I'll be honest here. Uh, events that took place at our last event, the Halloween Mayhem show, took everyone by surprise. For those that weren't in attendance, the mysterious voice turned out to be Kirk Blackman, who was stalking Huff Manley 
and Kirk Blackman picked up the win um, after a, a complete and other beatdown of Huff Manley, and he's the new Boone County champion. I, the question that's on everyone's mind, Kirk, why? Why did you do this? Why? That's the question I keep hearing. Why, oh, why? And to be truthful, I didn't expect anyone to understand. <laughs> I knew I'd be cast aside by like some kind of leper, but what needed to happen was taken care of in the end. Uh, Nathan, I don't know how much time you have, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna spin you a quick story. I'm gonna tell you uh, what is exactly on my mind here. How much time you got? You take as much time as you need, sir. This is your your form. This is. Uh, something we all have wanted to know, even since it happened, um, whether it be for title aspirations or what have you, we're all curious to know what's going through the mind of Kurt Blackman and why you did what you did. Look, this goes back a lot farther than you think it does. I promise you. I assure you. On May twelfth, two thousand eighteen, I earned an opportunity. It was a fatal four-way match for the number one contendership for the X-Division Championship. Blazing Eagle versus John John the Phenomenon versus Kirk Blackman versus Huff Manley. Now, uh, I don't think I need to refresh your memory. What happened in that match, Nathan? Oh, yeah, I won. I was successful. I outlasted three other men and became the new number one contender. And I knew when I arrived in Madison that night, there was no stopping me. No one was going to get in my way. And I prevailed against all odds. Little did I know I never got that championship match. Now, did I, Nathan? Uh, memory does serve. You did not receive your championship opportunity, correct? It just went away. Poof. And then all of a sudden, in the same year, on in August... I'm seeing Huff Manley versus Shane Storm for the ASW X Division Championship. He lost. He lost to me. And I never got my match. Why? That's the question. Why? That is the question that everybody needs to be asking. Not why did I do what I did. Why did Kirk get screwed? Why was I shafted? But nobody cares. Nobody cares when Kirk gets shafted. No one cares that Kirk busts his ass and he's there days before the show setting up the arena. No one cares, man. As long as their little hometown hero gets a slice of the pie that he didn't earn. I earned it. And he's taken and taken and taken and taken from me. And it's about time someone took something from Huff Manley. That is why I am sick of his arrogance. I am sick of it. I rode up and down the roads with Huff Manley for months, for years. I stayed at his house. Yeah, this goes a lot deeper than you think it does. And every time he opened his mouth, all I wanted to do was grab him and choke him until his eyeballs popped out. But I just had to wait. I had to wait. I wanted to see him squirm. I wanted to see him panic before my very eyes. And I got everything I ever wanted and more. See, 
So I was born. Oh, go ahead. I'm, go you, ahead. Excuse no, me. No, 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 no. Go ahead. You're good. Well, the reason I ask is for so many months you had this voice that came over the, the PA system in Madison. It interrupted, you know, our our podcast from time to time, which I'm still trying to figure out how you did. But nevertheless, you stood in the ring back to back with Huff Manley all those months, and you never pulled, you never turned on him, you never pulled that trigger. Why wait? until Halloween Mayhem. Was it just because the title was on the line? No. No. It was it was nothing like that. The reason, you see, and I've put on this little uh this little persona that I've got more guts than brains. I've put on this persona and smiled and danced around and took pictures with kids and you know, I did all the, the little squeaky clean stuff, but you see I am the smartest man in professional wrestling today. And I knew that with every clock tick, with every passing second, I was in Huff Manley's head even deeper than I ever expected to be. I knew if I took my time, I let it marinate and let him just be worried and panic, I knew that if I gave it all that time, that I couldn't fail. And did I? Did I fail? I don't think I failed. I think I won. I think I'm successful. I didn't betray Huff Manley. He betrayed me. Well, you were definitely successful. There's no doubt about that. You're the second ever Boone County champion, and you took that title, and then not only did you take um, before and after the match, you even attacked some of the the younger guys that were coming out to assist him. Um, I'm just wondering here: is this a streak that's been inside the whole time? Yes, this is something that I was told to bottle up. This was something that I was told not to do. But you see. Being this nice, smiley guy didn't really get me very far at all because I was designed and destined to be a loser, but not anymore. No, no, no. I control my destiny. Nobody in a suit is going to tell Kirk Blackman what to do. No longer. Nobody. Not the ASW fans. Not God himself. No one will tell me who I am anymore. And now you're getting the taste of the real Kirk Blackman. Well, it was a well-laid plan, uh, Kirk Blackman. I will give credit where credit is due. I said it at the time that this was actually brilliant on your part to wait your time to pick your spot, and now you are a champion. I know you and I have had our differences in the past, but credit where credit is due to you but now let's turn our attention to Welcome to Bad Street USA. It's taking place on November the 9th in the Madison Civic Center. Your very first title defense as Boone County champion against Huff Manley. This time he knows it's you. This time he knows you're coming. What's your plan now going in against Huff Manley? 
well, I've got a quick question for you and for anybody that's listening. I just need to know. Now, you've been watching me wrestle for the past, what, three years now, I think? Since, since uh, you stepped foot in ASW, I, I have seen every single match you have had, just about. Do me a favor and tell me who takes an ass-kicking better than Kirk Blackman. Nobody. A- absolutely Nobody. no one. So he can say whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants. He can bring whatever he wants. He can bring whoever he wants to this match. It does not matter. You can put Kirk Blackman across the ring from Huff Manley and the entire Madison audience. It doesn't matter. What's going to happen is what happened last time, but magnified. I am going to put him in the ground. I am going to bury him under all of the dirt that I possibly can because Huff Manley is nothing but garbage. And I'm going to retain my ASW Boone County Championship. And if I have my way about it, Nathan, Huff Manley won't regain his consciousness. Well, one final question for you, Kirk Blackman, and I do appreciate you taking time out to explain everything that's been going on here in the past couple of months. Do you have a message for anyone who still believes in the Yeet movement out there? There's still a lot of people that are claiming that you can't beat Huff Manley one-on-one. We will find that out on November 9th. But do you have a message for the doubters and for the Yeet movement? I have an interesting fact that I'd like to point out. You see, on March 2nd, 2019, there was a triple threat. Casey King versus Kirk Blackman versus Huff Manley for the Boone County Championship. Now, towards the end of the match, I put Huff Manley in my signature front face lock, and I hooked his arm, and I planted his face directly into the mat with Kerplunk. And I covered him, and the ref counted one, two, and Casey King pulled the ref out of the ring. But he wasn't moving. Now, how can that be? That I can't beat him, yet every single time I've had the opportunity to beat him, I have. I have beat him in that fatal four-way match. What are people talking about? Are they paying attention, or are they just as delusional as I think they are? I think they're just delusional. They don't know what they're talking about. And Huff Manley thinks he's the victim. I'm the victim here. I'm the victim. I'm the one that's been shafted over and over and over. And, like, I wasn't even on the uh, November flyer until they went and did those changes. But the truth of the matter is it should just be my face. I should be the only face on that poster. And every time I'm not, it is a disgrace to professional wrestling. So I, I have one question for those people. On November 9th, when we look face-to-face, and I hurt Huff Manley, what are you going to do? What are you going to do when your little yeet movement falls apart? I'll tell you, they don't teach you how to deal with failure. But I'm going to ensure that you figure it out on your own. Well, Kirk Blackman, thank you very much for joining us here on the Inside ASW Podcast. We look forward to your match again. That's Kirk Blackman defending the Boone County Championship against Huff Manley at Welcome to Bad Street USA, November 9th at the Madison Civic Center. Kirk, thank you once again. Just 
remember what I said. I'm going to burn the Yeet movement. I am going to destroy it. Nathan, there's some very candid comments from Kurt Blackman. Um, I can see now why he didn't want to speak to me, because, well, uh, I thought I thought we were pretty close, me and me and me and Blackman, but I guess not. Uh, I told you, man. I told everybody. Nobody believed me, and Kurt Blackman showed what and who he truly is. And you know what, Josh? Ever since that attitude change, it's led to success. I can't argue with a guy who's successful right now because that's exactly what Kirk Blackman is. He's a champion for the first time in ASW, and now he's being taken seriously and not being overlooked. Well, Nathan, moving on, we've got our main event of the evening. It's hashtag SRO led by the champion Rocky Rage with Shane Storm and the new member of SRO, Seth Martin. Still can't believe I'm saying that. Taking on Blazing Eagle, Jack Ram Lethal, and Ali, Nathan. That's right. Tyre Ali will be in the house with Jack Ram Lethal and Blazing Eagle and hashtag SRO in the house. And Josh, it was a brilliant plan laid by SRO. Even though Seth Martin was one of their closest or one of their most hated guys in ASW, didn't think anything like this could ever happen. Seth Martin shocked us all. As he turned on Blazing Eagle inside the cage, which Blazing Eagle forced himself into along with Cobain. It was Seth Martin's chance to get in there. Blazing Eagle had already had a scheduled match. I don't blame Cobain at all. I think Christian Cobain decided, you know what? If you're not going to want to face me, I'm going to get in on this and I'm going to get some licks in. Good for Cobain. Seth Martin had a one on one match scheduled, but Blazing Eagle couldn't leave well enough alone. He had to stick his beak in there again, Josh, and get involved and try to steal. Seth Martin's title opportunity. And Seth Martin has been overlooked since day one when he stepped in ASW. Well, Nathan, speaking of Seth Martin, we're going to go ahead and go to an interview that we conducted with Seth Martin earlier this week. Uh, he's going to explain his actions just a little bit. Yes he, yes, he is, Josh. Let's roll that tape. Here on the Inside ASW podcast, joining Josh and myself for this exclusive one-on-one on one interview, sensational Seth Martin and Josh. I know we have to ask after the last event, ASW's Halloween Mayhem. We saw the unthinkable, and I know you want to ask the question, Josh. So go for it. Well, Nathan, the age-old question is: Seth Martin, after so many wars that you had with hashtag SRO. Why? Why have you now decided to join forces with with four of your arch rivals uh, the beginning of this year 
And, well, leading up to that cage match, and you were in the ASW Heavyweight Championship match, was supposed to be a one-on-one match, but turned into a fatal four-way elimination match. Fans bring the weapons, and the, the shocker of the knot, you joining hashtag SRO. What happened? Well, you know, I'm getting a lot of that from fans, from fellow wrestlers, from pseudo-journalists like yourselves. Um, they, you keep telling me that I'm selfish, but what it really boils down to, and when it dawned on me, I'm laying on the mat after Eagle hits me twice in the face with his knee and pins me, is when I realized that Eagle is the one who has been selfish. Gary Dameron is the one who has been selfish. The ASW fans are the ones that have been selfish. They, they aren't looking out for what's best for the competitors. They're not looking for a level playing field. They're looking out for what's best for them. That, you're right. That was my opportunity at the ASW Heavyweight Championship. But that's not what Eagle wanted. That's not what the fans apparently wanted. And it certainly isn't what Gary Dameron wanted. So I saw where their allegiances lie. It was to themselves and their selfish needs. And I'm looking across the ring as I'm laying there trying to regain my vision after getting blasted in the head. And it dawns on me that the only people in that company that are truly looking out for each other are those guys that are villainized by everybody in the audience, by Gary, by Eagle, and by myself for a long time. And that's SRO. Because they may go through and do a lot of things that some people don't agree with, but what they are doing is they are looking out for each other. And that's more than I can say for Eagle. That's more I can say for Gary Dameron and for the rest of the locker room. Nobody was there for me. I've been there for everybody all along the way. I've been shaking hands and kissing snot-nosed babies on the cheeks and pretending to care about conversations that these fat, lethargic people out there come up to me and talk to me during intermission as they're walking around looking to buy some crap T-shirts and shove nachos down their throat. I had to put up with that because I thought that's what's going to get me ahead. But in reality, it didn't matter what I did. What matters is what they wanted, not what Seth wanted, not what I had earned, not what I had sacrificed for. It's all the whim of one man who has the power and who he sees as his best buddies or what his friends tell him on Facebook, and he gets little messages about who he, they want to see in matches, etc. So I thought it was pretty obvious. Why should I fight against the one thing that I actually could benefit from, and that's some camaraderie and someone to actually have my back and try, instead of someone trying to steal my spotlight? So no, I don't think I was selfish at all. For the first time, I bought into me and not everyone else around me. Well, Seth, I got I to gotta agree with you. I think you made the right decision, and I think hashtag SRO is, is really now an unstoppable force with you, Shane Storm, Rocky Raids, the Mid-Atlantic Outlaws. And, and one thing you said rang true. They're looking out for each other. And because they look out for each other, you can see it. They have the gold. They are the tag team titles. They have the heavyweight title. And it's not going to be long, in my opinion, that sensational Seth Martin has some gold in ASW. And, Josh, I know you're not happy with the decision, but I think 
Seth Martin here has made the right choice. And now this group is even more formidable than it was before as they've added a new layer of deadliness to their to their squad. Well, there's definitely strength in numbers, Nathan. And, and I take nothing away from Seth Martin. Seth, you're a tremendous competitor. I've always said that about you. I've always been on your side about it. Um, and I do agree with you on something. Um, that match was scheduled to be one-on-one. You should have got your fair share. I think you deserved a one-on-one ASW heavyweight championship match. But, you know, sometimes uh, I wouldn't say cooler heads prevailed, but a few hot heads came in. And, and, and I would say, Seth, you have a, you have a valid point. Your, your one-on-one match was ruined. I absolutely have a valid point. Whenever all these idiot fans get in their cars, well, <laughs> excuse me, whenever they get on the public transportation or they walk to their homes because none of these people have jobs, or vehicles, or futures, etc. You guys are very aware of what Madison is like. Whenever they're leaving the venue, they're leaving the venue, win, lose, or draw, you can guarantee that they're talking about what Seth Martin did that night. There's no question about it. When they show up to that arena, they know that they're going to see some stuff from me that they haven't seen before because I'm a premier athlete at that company, and I have busted my ass every single night whenever I go in there. I've busted my skull literally multiple times for these people, for Gary Dameron, bleeding for his company, bleeding for my friends, who I thought were friends. I came out and jumped off the top of a cage to try to save Blazing Eagle's title. And how does he repay me? By interjecting himself into my match. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't ask to be in his world title match. You didn't ask to be in that. You've got a gripe. Absolutely Blazing not. Eagle won that tournament fair and square. I didn't see Seth Martin one time come out and say, you know what, dog, won't you let me in this match? Like you're Randy Jackson or somebody coming there trying to assert yourself. No, you didn't. You let him have his moment. Why couldn't he let you have your moment, Seth? I think this, this is great. I love to hear this kind of talk out of you. This is a new attitude. And Seth Martin, you're on the rise, pal. You're a, shoot, you're a shining star waiting to happen as far as I'm concerned. I wouldn't say it's a new attitude. It's just you have to suppress yourself sometimes around some of these companies. And that's how I feel. That's how I felt for years. Is you've got to try to play the game, the political game, or the game with the fans, or the game with the boys in the back. You don't want to rub somebody wrong. You don't want to say the wrong thing around the wrong person. You don't want to use somebody else's moves, or you don't want to rub Gary the wrong way. You want to get your booking right. Well, I'm sick to death of it, to be honest with you. And the thing that alleviates that stress from me is having SRO at my side and me at their side. And we know that we've got every, each other's backs. And no matter what, like you said, they've, got, they've ran roughshod for the last couple of years there, taken all the gold. Why? Because of that camaraderie, because of that friendship, real, actual friendship, looking out for each other and taking what they know that they deserve and what they can take. And not having to listen to someone else tell them what they're what they're worth or what they are owed, they're showing people what they what they deserve, and they're taking it. And that's the kind of mindset that I'm adopting, and it's liberating. Well, Seth, I, I agree with you. I think this is this is a great thing for hashtag SRO, and only stronger going forward now. But speaking of going forward. November the 9th, welcome to Bad Street USA. 
It's you, Shane Storm, and Rocky Rage, your fellow hashtag SRO members, taking on the team of Blazing Eagle, Tyre Ali, and Jack Graham Lethal in a six-man tag team match. Do you have any thoughts heading into this match on November the 9th? To be honest with you, I'm not real sure who the other two guys are in this match and couldn't care less. It could be Randy Savage and Ric Flair for all I care because all I see is Blazing Eagle. That's all I care about. All I care about is dragging his stupid masked face into that ring and stomping the living hell out of him in front of all of his friends and his family. And the look on Gary Damon's face will be worth all of it. We worth going through all the struggle and all the pain to watch his chosen boy, his golden boy, get beaten down in the middle of the ring while I have two people who genuinely care about my career, unlike him, help me do it. Well, Seth, uh, that remains to be seen as we uh, move forward to this Saturday in, in Madison, West Virginia. Get your tickets for it. Welcome to Bad Street USA. Um, Seth, thanks for joining us. Uh, appreciate you being on the show. Uh, good luck in your match on, on Saturday. and uh, We're looking forward to seeing you do something sensational that you always do. And before we let you go, do you have anything you want to say to the fans in Madison before you sign off here on the Inside ASW podcast? Absolutely. Actually, I wrote something down that I wanted to make sure that I got across to the fans so that there's no misunderstanding whatsoever. If I could just check my paper here. Absolutely. um, Kiss my ass. That's what I'd like to say to them. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's Seth Martin. Seth, thanks once again, and we'll see you on Saturday. Thanks, boys. Nathan, that was Seth Martin. Seth Martin, well, blatantly told the fans to kiss his ass. He did. Which, I heard him. For uh, forgive us for the language out there. If yeah. you're listening with children in the in the car, but or at home or wherever you're listening to the Inside ASW podcast, Nathan, seven, eight huge matches. Never know. You never know at ASW. There's always some some nice one or two bonus matches thrown in there. It's like a well, Nathan, it's just a fun night to be had every time you're at ASW. Absolutely. Anything can happen. Like saw at the last show, we had a fatal four-way cage match, plus we had a brand-new Legends champion crowned in Rhino. We did. Rhino became the new Legends champion, Josh. We saw some old kindled rivalries there between he and Shane Douglas, and then we saw the crowning of a new Boone County champion. And now who knows what could happen at our next event. Two title matches that night. Of course, come see and meet gorgeous Jimmy Garvin. Of the fabulous Freebirds, always one of the a classic legend like that in the house. You'll get to meet Gilbert, James Ellsworth, and all the stars of All Star Wrestling who you've come to know and love. Make sure you get there. Doors open at five thirty for advanced ticket holders. At six o'clock for everyone else. Make sure you get there. Get your tickets again. You can get them at Mike's Tire. You can get them from Gary Dameron. Make sure you get in contact. Second row seats are still available in limited quantity, so make sure you get those as quick as you can. 
Thanks again to the law offices of Stephen P. New, New Law Office, Scotty Brown State Farm Agency, and of course, New Haven Church. And a big thank you for the graphic work and printing for our graphics from the great people at the UPS store. They didn't do our graphics, but they helped print them up, and we appreciate them for doing that as well. So make sure you're there and come have a good time. Concession stand will be open as always. So come ready to get your pizza, your pop, your popcorn. Come hungry. There's going to be plenty. Well, Nathan, that'll about wrap us up here for Inside ASW. We will see you Saturday, November the 9th at Madison, West Virginia for Bad Street, USA.